0: Hi, this is Riggs Eckleberry, CEO of Origin Clear, and welcome to the podcast, Water's the New Gold, which is based on a briefing that I give every week in a webinar, and it really explores how water is changing and disruptions. Go ahead, give a listen, and stay tuned. Good evening, and it's Riggs on the line, and it's a pleasure to be talking to you again. We are about to discuss. The great thing that we were finally able to announce this week i've been teasing it for weeks now, but we finally got approval from compliance over at p c a for an announcements we made um, It's a very conservative announcement, but um I think it says what it, what it what it should say, which is that we have lined up a um, a direct funder in other words a a fund five hundred million dollar fund that is on board to assist us in making acquisitions. Now, they also have um, an investment banking side which is the side that helps us. The, the side that lends the money obviously is about does the deal make sense and so forth. So one side does the helping and one other side does the lending. And um, what's great about um, TCA Global Master Fund is that they are hard asset lender which means that it's not about the stock it's about the uh, the value of the asset and so they're lending against the strength of the target company which is generally you know net profits and so on but also sometimes the assets the uh, the equipment et cetera, where that applies and they look for companies that have a proven record of making profits in a very stable business because the loan is essentially repaid from the profits that are brought in into Origin Clear. Now, our main focus is on a what we call a transformative acquisition. There's really two kinds. Uh, transformative is one that completely changes the nature of the company. Let's say, for example, that if you went from $5 million revenue to $50 million revenue, just as a for instance, that would be transformative. But if you went from five million to seven million, it's a good thing, but that's what's called accretive, means it layers on. And um, we believe that we have a a mix of such opportunities in front of us. We have a slate of opportunities. I can't disclose at what stage they are. And I also can't talk about uh, the, any particular qualitative measures, but I can tell you that these are very stable, uh, growing water service companies. Right now, the water industry is doing extremely well, um, and there's a lot of business being generated, mostly from all this point of use water treatment that's occurring, which I've been talking about for a long time. So increasingly, you know, for example, when, when things went from mainframes to PCs, there was a lot more PCs than there were mainframes, and so it created a lot more spending by people, it went from, let's say, I don't know, a multi-billion dollar industry to a multi-trillion dollar industry just because of the sheer number of units. The so same thing with cell phones, same thing with, um, you know, let's say, let's give you an example. Um, you can either do mass transit in LA or you can just have a bunch of self-driving cars. Um, there's millions of cars. There's only gonna be one train system. And so there's always gonna be more money in the millions of cars than in the one train system, even if the one train system is $4 billion. It's the nature of these decentralized resources, and that's what's happening in water. You're getting a breakdown of water treatment where the water mains, um, high-pressure water mains, are blowing up because they've been neglected. And as a result, the users, industrial, commercial, agricultural, residential, are forced to do their own treatment. But in addition, there's a good thing about that, which is they can then reuse the water. We found that a um, housing development, two or 300 homes that we typically bid a modular water system for let's say half a million dollars, is gonna repay that investment in as little as a year in a high cost area like California. So well worth it and that's driving a huge trend towards uh, the edge, water treatment at the edge. So these companies are growing um, and we have the unique ability to go after companies that are relatively small, we don't have to you know, New York hedge funds want to buy companies that do $100 million. Less than that is not worth the trouble. Well, we'll talk to a company that does $2, $3, 4000000 million. Dollars. And we won't turn away from much bigger companies. But the question really comes down to how can we possibly absorb a company that, let's say, completely, hypothetically, is a $50 million company? How can we do that? And it's done because we're using debt and that debt is secured by the the target. It's called a leveraged buyout. And so even though there's a stock component, the bulk of the money being put out is in cash, and that cash is on a loan that is on pretty good terms actually. The the, um, interest is good. I mean, money is cheap these days, and so there's a lot of it, um, and people want to put the money to work. So what we found is that the deals can be readily done now what happened this week with this announcement, which of course reflected in a, an agreement that was made some time before that is that we're now not going to a company going, Hey, we want to acquire you. And once, we, once you, we have a deal with you, then we're going to turn around and go find the finance. Now it's changed. We have a funder. Now we're not saying the funder has guaranteed the deal, but in principle, they will take a deal that is um you know meets their parameters and and then they'll do the deal. And we basically, you know, so it's 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 a non-binding relationship from that point of view, but uh we have compensation agreements set up. They know they make the money if they do the deal, and so they are the default lender, they are our direct lender. And what they will do is um now we can go to a company and say, Let's do a deal. And by the way, we have the financing. We could close this. If your books are in good shape, we could close it this quarter. And it gives us the power of, of, you know, the golden rule. You have the gold base of rules. And it is a dramatic shift for us. Um, back in 2015, we bought a company and we were able to do it with all stock, um, because Mark Stevens is very much, um, very much fell in love with our technology and, um, that's worked out well this year we we brought in modular water and that was done again with no cash up front although i had to spend a lot of money um, to to fund the creation of basically a company around dan early and um, we to do that we launched a private placement which has been extremely successful that has given us uh, the war chest to do this with so i've been able to fund the bridge to revenues So the way it's happened is that um, we've we've put in place a private placement, and I must say that Devin and Ken, who, who work for me on this, have done a fabulous job because we've able, been able to raise the money for all of these um, expenses related to creating a company around Dan early and also going after these acquisitions. Because even though we have a fund behind us, each acquisition still represents a chunk of money for legal and auditing costs, um, the audit basically is about validating that the that the bookkeeping is correct, and it's, it's very tax focused, et cetera, and very disclosure focused, and it costs you know six figures, and we have to do that for each and every um, acquisition, and we can't we can't uh, take out the loans. So um, there's uh, we've done roughly seventy five percent of this round so far. Uh, we've banked. Um, I think $1.5 million out of the 2 million. There's very little room left in this thing. And so um, I'm just going to repeat the contact numbers and I'll talk some more about this uh, situation we're in. Uh, 323-939-6645, 323-939-6645, and Ken is at extension 201, Devin is at extension 116, Ken 201, Devin 116. They will be happy to talk to you about this. And what's great about the you know, it's really interesting because again, we don't we don't formally comment on stock price and so forth, but there's been a lot of interest in the company. And you know, it seems that the stock is doing well. Well, you the more the, the, the time to invest in this private placement is when the stock is low, because essentially you are getting um a repayment of your investment secured by our intellectual property, which has an eight million dollar valuation um formally made and um, you have a lien against uh essentially a lien against this uh intellectual property you have a secured agreement as we call it and um, you get five percent um, per quarter five percent per year but pay quarterly uh, dividend and then you get this bonus which is um half of your investment gets granted as shares well if the share price is low, you get a lot more shares. So it's you know definitely a buy low, sell high kind of situation. And so we need to, and I, I I'm being corrected here. here, is an eight percent dividend. Um five percent is a number I'm quoting from another deal that I did. So um it is an eight percent dividend along the way, which is good money for um any kind of investor for such a stable and relatively risk-free investment, and then can't possibly be underwater on your stock rent because it's free. So I really, really encourage investors to come in and we can help them time their investment. There'll be pullbacks, and I think there'll be chances to come in and, and choose the, the price point. But I would make myself known to Ken or Devin and say, okay, you know, I'm interested for X amount. It's a $100,000 unit, but we can break it up if you're an accredited investor, and um, we'll be happy to talk to you. So put your, your marker in place early, and then we can work on timing it with you. I can't guarantee there'll be pullbacks, but that's the nature of these things. There are pullbacks, so hopefully we can get you in. But I don't think that it's smart to wait, because if this company manages to achieve a transformative acquisition anytime soon, then the game changes even even an accretive acquisition would help us achieve profitability so um company really is on the verge of being able to operate profitably and this will make it happen um any one of these could make it happen so that's that's the 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 fantastic um uh, change that occurred this week and um i've been going as fast as possible uh, with bill charneski who's mergers and acquisitions and he got caught out in on a vacation in Spain, so he's working out of hotels on Spanish Wi-Fi, and um, he's 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 uh, keeping the the whole machine going. And um, I went yesterday and did a day trip to Dallas for a, a pretty interesting meeting. Um, all I can say is it was worth a day trip, and you know how horrible those things are, but it was worth doing. It was worth uh, sitting through three-hour flight each way on American Airlines in a uh, economy class felt like a coffin. But it was worth it. So now we also are doing interesting things with modular water. And I, I think that we're going to be bringing in more talent. I know that we're hiring more engineering talent. We, looks like we've got um, some people coming in very, very soon to back up Dan Early. Also an engineering staff to back up Progressive Water. and. And also here at headquarters. So, lots of engineering staff coming on board, and your investments make it possible for us to invest in what we have to do, which is get these investors on board in order to, I mean, these engineers on board in order to get the product sold and so forth. So, back on uh, Monday morning, I put out a CEO update which is really, really significant for modular water. And that is that um, there's a terrible problem with, uh, especially in rural America, with the quality of the drinking water. And um, because of uh, runoff from all the fertilizer, you're getting a lot of nitrates um, in in the water and a lot of the Roundup, the stuff called glyphosate, which has been shown to create brain and other cancers, and generally is not removed by municipal sewage systems. So it's increasingly a fact that, that, um, houses have got to get, um, an incoming purification system for themselves. And, um, and then you're going to also want to purify the effluent, what comes out. Why? Because you then can sprinkle your lawn, um, with, with that water. And in the places like uh, like uh, California, that's extremely good. Um, one of our guys met with a doctor who, who grows vegetables on a plot in California, on his home plot. He's got a bunch of land, and he pays twelve thousand dollars a month for his water because he doesn't. He's not an agriculture user. Um, he, he gets hit with the domestic prices. Point is, you hit these punitive tiers, and all of a sudden, you're paying way too much. Well, probably his system would pay for itself in one month. I don't, I don't know what the flow through is, but you know that's that's um, pretty terrible for him. So, you know, and and what, let's talk a little bit about the biggest problem we have in America, which is this is about 21 million septic tanks out there, and you cannot get an FHA loan if your house has a septic tank. You're going to have to replace it now. You're going to connect to the sewage plant, fine. But if you're three miles from the sewage plant, what are you going to do? Put in three miles worth of, of pipe? That's completely ridiculous. And so it's becoming required. These wastewater treatment plants for the home are an absolute necessity. So let's say, um, you know, 21 million systems that, um, let's say they're $4,000 roughly. You know, so do the math. It's um, it's a lot of money. Um, so, how many solutions are to this 21 million septic systems problem? Well, there's not a lot of them, and we have the elegant one because one of these little units is about the size of a coffin. Uh, they're thermoplastic, so they last let's say 100 years or more, and they can be buried in the ground, landscaping feature. So it's disappeared, and it takes care of business, and you don't have to be a master water expert to maintain it, because Ben Early is very, very good about designing uh, systems that an 18-year-old can operate as witness systems he's sold to the military. So I think that's a huge, huge number um, that presents itself, which is the home market. Now, why, okay, so, Lots of members in the home market, but here's what's more important, more interesting. Nest was sold to Google for $3.2 billion. All Nest was, was an intelligent thermostat that you could literally dial in, you know, your, your, let's say it's the middle of winter and you want to keep your, your bedroom warm, but the rest of the house goes cool. You're going to save a bundle of money. And the Nest system not only can do that room by room, but intelligently figures it out. It kind of, yeah, I'll figure it out. I'll do it for you. But figures out there's humans in one place and not in another and it takes care of business. So it's basically what I, what's called the smart home. And there's a bunch of things that go into this smart home. So for example, thermostats and appliances and so forth, water heaters. Um, you know, we, we I admire a lot the, the uh the true tankless people who have a great, great, great new design for inline water water heating. And um they of course interface with the, the Nest interface um, and various others. And we'll do the same. So now, let's say that someone has a service contract to manage 10,000, 20,000 home units. They're doing it just like they manage the an alarm system. They do it from central office and they can dial in things and change. Oh, looks like the alkalinity went up, do whatever, um, whatever the system can't do automatically. So there's, when you have a connected system that enables remote management, and also remains, uh, enables smart, um you know, adaptive management. So the thing would not even have to have a human, you know, compensate for excess alkalinity or whatever. It would just simply uh, do it properly. But let's say, oh, you know what, there's, there's um, a lot of fouling going on because there's a lot of sediment in the water. Well, then it would warn, like, you know, we're gonna have to replace that filter sooner rather than later. So there's just a tremendous Opportunity here because the minute you move from a conventional space like water to a high-tech space, you know now you turn into a Silicon Valley play, and it dramatically changes what I would call the sex factor for um, for something like this. Because I mean, look what happened with uh, with uh, you know a number of these um, uh, these plays where you have um these what are these tricycles or whatever they are they they're these um um <laughs> they got little little um electric units and they're now becoming all the rage and it became all the rage because it was a high tech Silicon Valley play. And so you know we, we have these um um uh, sort of the halo of a high tech play. That can, that can occur. So, um, what I'm doing about that is that I want to start really capitalizing modular water properly, and we'll you'll be hearing more about that about how we're going to give it the kind of resources to do some major um, consumer rollouts and so forth. So, um, Origin Clear, think of this as Origin Clear is basically like um, you know I, I told you how much I admire Elon Musk. Well, think of Origin Clear. It's kind of an Elon Musk. that has all these ideas, and we come up with these ideas, and um, they, 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 they basically, over time, they turn into very interesting plays. We have Water Chain, which is a crypto, and I'm not saying crypto is happening this year, but it's definitely a multi-trillion-dollar play over time. Then we've got these um, these modular water systems, both at the industrial level and at the home level. And so these various things become sort of jewels in the crown, you might say, that become ventures of ours. And if we really, really think of ourselves as a high-tech play, then not only are we highly disruptive, but the valuation starts to become very, very interesting because uh, Wall Street values technology plays differently than than analog plays. And, you know, Let's look at Tesla, right, which is an amazing motor uh, car company. And not only is Tesla um, a darling of Wall Street, but if you look, if you're driven in a Tesla, there's almost nothing there. It's basically a frame with electric motor. And, you know, you don't have to maintain a darn thing. Of course, there's no the oil changes and stuff. The moving parts are a fraction of what there is in a, in a car, regular car, but they're selling them for the same price. And so... In the end, Elon will have a vast, vast profit margin. That's the leverage factor of technology. If you can leverage technology to push you to work, ask, you know, um, Bezos at at Amazon what technology has done for him. He's got a huge, huge lead on everybody else because everything that he's done, you know, he has storage, well, he leases out the storage. That's the storage, the the digital storage that he has, the Amazon uh, uh, storage system. The cloud is um, he needed that, but guess what? he's also not le- renting it out, and so every single thing that they do gets leveraged into general use, and so we have this um, amazing multiplication effect from technology, which is what wall street rec- uh, recognizes where there's software or there's particularly breakthrough hardware or new ways of of doing things that are highly efficient and so you know, I think that it's very, very smart for us to start positioning as more and more of a tech play. And it's real because um, of the, the real, very real situation that modular water finds itself in, which is really in the perfect storm for these connected systems, both in the home and in industry, residential, et cetera. So uh, that's just brief coverage of the main highlights for the week. Uh, We're powering towards the end of the year. It's crazy times. Um, We're trying to get some last things done. I urge you, if you are an accredited investor, to to take a piece, even small piece of the current round. It's very, very smart for you, but it will also help us um, achieve our very ambitious goals that we set for ourselves. And um, we're gonna have a chance to really do some amazing things. You'll uh, see Money TV next uh, sometime tomorrow or the weekend, where I talk about the TCA relationship, um, which I think is a good and long term one that will do us a lot of good. So, again, I wanted to thank you for, for listening in. And, um, you know, it's always a pleasure talking to our fans. And um, we're going to have, again, the numbers are 323 939 6645. Uh, Ken is at extension 201, and Devin is at extension 116, and they'll be happy to tell you all about this. Do join us. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend, uh, great evening, and enjoy your weekend. Good night. Hi, this is Riggs Eckleberry. I'm the CEO of Origin Clear, and I've got a briefing called Water's the New Gold. I'd love you to join me. This is about disruption in the water industry and how it's affecting you and potentially give you an investment opportunity. These trends start long before they're visible. Think about Tesla 10 years ago at $30, and now it's over $700. So I think this is really, really worth looking at. It's 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, every Thursday. Do join me.